are now listening to the Zesty Soak Pod. Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Zesty Soak Pod. This episode, I'll be continuing on my, um, just me talking about my journey in running. Part 3, um, my previous two podcast episodes were about the first two parts of my journey in running. And I guess, right, this episode will pick up in July 2016, where I got my, I guess, first quote-unquote injury. Um, it's kind of like a shin splint kind of thing. My shin was hurting a lot. So, yeah, let's just, let's just pick it up off the there. And basically got injured. Um, literally did zero running because it didn't really hurt that much, but it did hurt. It was uncomfortable, like, waking up every morning. Like, as soon as I stepped out of bed, felt a bit felt a bit of pain. Um, so I basically did no exercising. <laughs> I, and I spent a lot of time playing video games and doing other stuff. And that was basically... For next like four, five weeks, five six weeks, it was no exercising, and then I guess like at the end of August, I decided to start running a bit since it was a school year, and I guess I felt a bit better. Yeah, it took a bit, took a short while to get back up to groove. Like I guess during that part, I remember there was some really hot and humid days, so it was pretty hard. Not the easiest, but yeah, I guess I I just picked it up back running and yeah I was not at peak form yet but I was still running and I guess continue onwards to the start of my grade 12 school year um, September and I decided to join a cross-country team during that school year which and basically cross-country practice I think was from Monday to Thursday so I guess I didn't really do too much this after school running at from home and did it basically after school instead it was pretty good, I guess. Like there's some intenser, more intense sessions, some um, just casualish running, and it was pretty cool. Like on the weekends, I some occasionally do like six miles, and yeah, it was, it was just decent training, I guess. I wouldn't say it's more mileage than what I do normally, but especially like after the injury thing, um, like I was able to recover nicely. I was able to feel good. I guess I competed in a few races. Felt nice. I was able to do the waterfront half marathon um, in the in October, middle of October, which was my second ever half marathon, and um, personal best by 10 minutes, hour 35, which is pretty good, I guess. Pretty big negative split. <laughs> like last time, I guess I was just playing it way too safe as usual, but it was a really fun race overall, and yeah, so, and I ended up, I guess, competing in the city-wide meet. Um, I guess during that, I was like seven kilometers and I, not eight kilometers, and I did it in like, I think, I think it was eight kilometers, was seven? Uh, I don't remember, I just remember it was like under four minutes per kilometer, which was pretty decent for me back then. Yeah, I think it was seven kilometers, and I did like 26 something, and it wasn't the best, like, I, I felt like I would have done a lot better if... Obviously, I had, like, optimal training in July and August, but, of course, I didn't. I took a lot of, many weeks off running, so, and yeah, I was decent. I was the best, not the fastest on the team, but, yeah, I guess my last year of high school, I decided to join a cross-country team, and, yeah, I didn't make the provincial championship race, but, yeah, it was decent results all around. So, I still continued running, I because I did some occasional long runs, I remember like going up to I guess thirty kilometers this one week, 
this one week on Sunday. And yeah, long runs still hurt quite a bit for me. Well, not hurt, but like the next day on my lower legs were like pretty sore since, yeah, anything over 21k got me feeling like that. And I guess during November, I guess I decided to sign up for the track and field team. Um, I don't know what distance I was going to run since I was pretty slow all around. I wasn't, they're like a really talented grade nine guy that was much faster than me in all distances. <laughs> but yeah, I guess I, I just trained with them, did more speed intensity stuff. on, And I guess I also, outside of track and field team, I ran on my own as usual, like I guess the usual four mile loop every day when there wasn't practice. And yeah, it was pretty decent. I guess I did end up getting like a similar shin splint thingy like the summertime for some reason. Maybe it was like just too much running um, again. And yeah, I had to take, I guess, that happened in like the beginning of December. I ended up like, I stopped joining the track and field team. I quit. I left. Um, and yeah, this basically happened for around around like five, six, around like six, six weeks, six-ish weeks. And that basically took me out of Christmas running, so I couldn't do what I did last year. I couldn't really do much running over that time. Didn't really do much exercising overall. I guess I did some exercise bike stuff. I remember, like, in January, I did quite a bit. And then end of January, beginning of February, I just, like, start running as usual again. So, I guess at that time, I do table tennis team again. I guess I decided to join a dragon boat team, um, and I... Dragon Ball team practice was mostly consisting of, I guess, just body weight training, just, I guess, just cardio circuit training. Not really that much, just, I guess, some additional helping me build some more aerobic fitness all around, but not really too much. So, yeah, it was a usual running, and then in April, I just see entire climb again. Didn't really do it. In the previous October, November, since I was doing like the half marathon thing and the um, this cross country race, so I didn't really want to stress anybody out too much. So, but during this year, I guess I decided to do the entire steering climb. The day before, I Chipotle for the very first time in my life, which was really good. And then the entire steering climb, I think I finished with like I improved slightly over the 12 I improved slightly to like 12. I don't know, actually, like, 12.09, 12, 12.11, just low 12s still, not a huge improvement over one year, but given, I guess, I was injured twice, given how, I guess, didn't really train as much, train as consistently as before, um, it was pretty solid. I guess I forgot to add that, yeah, I, on the weekends, I still went to um, the YMCA gym to work out a bit, especially from January to... Like January till like April, May, did a lot more strength stuff. Did free weights finally, like bench press. Um, did a lot more, I guess, dumbbell work, and just yeah, I guess I got a lot more strength overall relative to before. I guess the stairmaster that was pretty cool thing to work out in, and yeah. So in the the I did the. Um, trying like a good life half marathon in May as usual. Ended up um, finishing one hour thirty one, so it was like four minutes better than last year. Pretty surprising, but I was able to pace myself a bit better. Still a pretty big negative split, but um, I guess I did push myself 
pretty hard still, and yeah, I was pretty satisfied with the result. So I guess finishing up May, because this was a grade 12 year, of course, May, June, July, August, like I didn't really, there's just much, some consistent training. I went to the gym sometimes. I did usual running, I guess, six kilometer loop. Once in a while, I do like longer runs of like 12 miles, 13 miles, 14, 15, because up to 15, 16 miles since, yeah, didn't really do too much outside of that. Um, I guess played some basketball. Um, I guess my running wasn't every single day. I did do McDonald's for part-time work back in um, summer of 2017. So I didn't run every day since sometimes I guess after work I was exhausted or something. But I still ran, I guess, around five-ish times a week. I had a decent amount, like five miles on average. Don't remember too much, but I think that actually is a rough amount. And then... Yeah, that was it for my, I guess, high school running life. Just average stuff. I did other stuff. So, university life, I started running. Yeah, um, university, I went to University of Waterloo. And I didn't really, of course, I was near, not even close to um, decent speed for like any cross-country team or anything like that. But I decided to join, not join, but decided to start running in the morning. Um, every day, so usually I guess I think on the second first second day of school I like after classes I decided to do like a seven kilometer run like to I guess around a bit westwards um like around like Fisher Hellman ish Herb Street area but it wasn't too much um it was a decent run didn't really get too much done but after that I decided to wake up every every morning basically and do like ring road loops. Usually it's around like two or three loops, so around like five, six kilometers every morning. Not too much, to be honest. Uh, don't remember doing too many long runs on the weekends. Like sometimes, I guess, I'd go eastwards um, to University Avenue all the way up to the highway and back. That was like seven-ish, eight-ish kilometers. Um, but usually just bring road loops every morning. Um, for, I guess... Uh, for my longer, like, I guess, I did, like, a 25k run in prep for a half marathon that, um, I, I, the Toronto Waterfront half marathon that I was doing in middle of October. I did, like, I think, like, 10 loops around Ring Road. <laughs> that was a weird, torturous process, I guess, but I had gels. I had a handheld water bottle, so it was all good. And I guess what's good about Ring Road is that there's a lot of buildings nearby, so bathroom breaks never been easier, basically. But it is quite a grind since everything's so repetitive. Um, and it's just like same going around the same place over and over. A bit boring at times. I guess a side note is that I got the Power Beats 3 like earlier in the year. I got the Power Beats and I started listening to music during my runs. Like beforehand, during the past few years when I started consistently running. Occasionally, I would put my phone in the pocket, but sometimes I didn't. And even if I did have a phone in the pocket, like it was just way too annoying to listen to music while running. I only listen to music to, in the, I guess, doing gym and like doing not outdoor running activities. But I guess for the first time, given that it was Bluetooth, it was it fit my ears really, really, really well. Because um, I I do enjoy like the hook fit of the Power Beats. I was able to I guess run in them, and it was pretty fun. I guess. 
during, I guess, fall of 2017, it was almost all my music I was listening to was Taylor Swift's Reputation album, I think, and it was just some random letter songs I was just listening to. But yeah, that was pretty good. Um, I also did a 5K, like, hosted by the Applied Health Studies faculty in the school, like, it was an AHS fun run 5K. I guess I think I finished, like, 8th or ninth place. It wasn't really that good since... It was just a fun run race. Everyone's doing it for fun. I got my first ever sub-20 time. I remember I missed out on like the f- a weird finish line. It was like two loops around Ring Road. There's a specific place you had to go when you finish the second loop to the finish line. I missed out on it, so I could have finished a lot faster, but I ended up finishing like 19-something. I think I could have went like sub-19, but I guess a 19-ish minute finish was pretty good. So I was pretty satisfied with that. Decently satisfied since, but my feet did burn since I was running in the Vomero's, Vomero 10s, I think. I didn't really have any racing shoes back then. I was just mostly a Vomero, well, like, yeah, I enjoyed running in the Vomero 8s that I got in the discount rack and got the Vomero 10s, which were pretty new at that time. So I did that, used Vomero's for most of my runs, and I guess some sock So not really any tempo shoes, just, I guess, heavier trainer style shoes I was using for most of my runs. Yeah, sorry for being all over the place, but um yeah, so it was basically just a few loops around Ring Road and that's basically it. I remember like I guess a weekend or the week right before the half marathon I decided to do like I guess a twelve, thirteen miler. Pretty huge loop. I guess I've got lost to some parts that basically went up King Road, I think to Northfield or something, and it was something, and it was a huge loop to northeast end of um, Waterloo-ish area, where I passed by the Research in Motion campus buildings, or Blackberry buildings, I guess, and went all the way down University Road, all the way through and back to my residence. So it was like, since University Avenue East, basically I went down south, back west, and back to campus. Pretty rainy that day, so it was pretty tough, but overall, I think that was a pretty solid run. For a half marathon, um, it wasn't the most ideal one. I had a midterm on Saturday, had to rush to the Greyhound bus right after that to make sure I got to downtown Toronto on time. Downtown Toronto, I I arrived in the evening-ish since traffic jam and all that arrived for some reason. I arrived and I got home like at night. I ate dinner, I guess, at Tim Hortons downtown. I don't know, just annoying. I had a backpack and a duffel bag, but very annoying. Day prior to it, I guess I was a bit stressed out since that was quite a, quite an important midterm, math one three five, and I was though it was a bit easier than expected at the end, but um, yeah, I was pretty stressed out on midterms and stuff, and yeah, um, got home pretty late overall. Didn't have the most optimal, I guess, pre race day. It wasn't optimally field and all, but. It is what it is. <laughs> Next morning, yeah, did the Scotiabank Toronto Waterfront Half Marathon. Got, got personal best, not by that much, I guess 129-ish. So my first sub-130 half marathon time, which I was pretty happy about. I guess I had some goal of doing a sub-3-hour marathon like within the next year since it was like Boston qualifier and all that, but I guess dreams were dreams back then. <laughs> so that was fall of 2017. Um, Scotiabank Toronto Waterfront Half Marathon, 129. 
And that was basically it for the highlights of the year. Like, didn't really do any races for the rest of the year. I guess I still consistently, semi-consistently ran every day, like a few loops around Ring Road. Didn't really do any more farther runs. But, yeah, and then in the first semester, it was winter break. I guess I did some longer runs during the Christmas break here and there, like some 8 kilometers ish of running. Like, I remember running in the snow in the Vomeros. Um, yeah, I was still using the Nike Zoom Vomero 10s. Yeah, it was pretty intense. Not super intense, but some pretty tough conditions of running. And if we transition over to second semester, winter 2018, um, it wasn't too optimal for my running, but I still grinded through quite a bit, especially at the beginning of the semester. Like I remember there was like a lot of snow. I remember like it was super cold with snow and wind blowing on my face during the ring road loops. So it was really annoying since like, like during some parts, since it was a loop, like obviously some parts were decent where I got tailwind, so was, snow wasn't really blowing on my face. While some other parts of the loop, snow was like blasting right through my face and it was really annoying. It was really hard. To, it was like kind of painful at times. And it was really cold. That was part of some of the winter, but it was semi-consistent running, I have to say. Didn't really do any too many longer runs though, I think, since, yeah, it wasn't really too, int didn't really have too much um, time, and it was, I guess, too lazy. Um, I guess around five times a week of running still. I guess I did do intramural basketball here and there during these two semesters, and went to the gym to work out sometimes, so I guess it balanced. I guess it's pretty decent still. Um, in, I guess in February, I guess during reading week, I ended up getting new shoes, the A6 Dyna Flight, the first model. Um, and I guess I also did a longer-ish winter run, like 11 or 12 kilometers. It was a bit eastwards to, I think I went all the way to Herbsville, like near the Costco place, and then went back. And um, it wasn't too much, though. It was pretty snowy kind of almost got lost. It was like the day before, like a few days before the Calculus 2 midterm, which I didn't like, got like 60 on, which was three jokes. But yeah, not too much. And same goes for March. Not much running. Like it was, I guess the usual, just some running here and there, but I got lazier and lazier at times. And not too many long runs. In April, um, of course, I was signed up for a lot of races, just to put, um, I guess. First, I was signed up for the CN Tower Stair Climb. Didn't really do it the previous year since I did the half marathon. Didn't really have time to go home to Toronto all the time. So I was CN Tower Stair Climb in um, end of April. Or yeah, end of April or beginning of April. In, in I guess, the middle of April. Yeah. Uh, yeah, middle of April. And... Yeah, I didn't really do too many training runs. I remember I did like went to Princeton for hackathon. Basically, did no running for like three straight days. It's like all nighters. My body was super exhausted, and then it was almost like a week later. It was a Centaur stair climb. Remember, I like wanted to arrive really early, but I missed my alarm or something, which kind of sucked. But and I ended up doing getting fifteen minutes or no twelve high twelves, so like twelve fifty nine, almost thirteen minutes which sucked since it was almost like 
a 40, 50 second relapse. And I haven't really relapsed in this entire stair climb since, um, since I guess 2015, 2014, where I decided to get more motivated and doing more exercise stuff. So hopefully that would be a motivator for me to improve, but we'll have to see. Um, so I was pretty upset about that and it's final exam time. So I guess it was the usual running and whatnot, but by usual, I mean like four or five times a week, not too much distance overall, like five, six kilometers. I guess before the Sunday, before the um, computer science and biology genetics exam that I had, it was super snowy and it was like the middle of April. So kind of sucked, not expected, really bad conditions. And I ended up running and doing like a 10 to 11 kilometer run, which is really intense since the snow is really bad. Exam ended up getting postponed, my computer science one, since of how bad the conditions were. So that was a pretty mem memorable run. But overall, for the rest of the week, nothing too memorable. Didn't run all too much, despite having a half marathon coming up soon. And yeah. So, I guess after exams, it was just the usual, I guess, bit of running. Um, I, I guess, watched Avengers Infinity War, and the very next day, on like six-ish hours of sleep, I'm not sure. Um, not on very low sleep. I, like my cousin was in Toronto for like this badminton thing. So I ended up hanging out with him for a bit and went for lunch with him and my family. And then I guess right after that, I ended up doing like a, I think a 13, 14 mile run, which was very intense, pretty killer. I really wanted to get in a long run before the half marathon. And this was like around 10 days before, so to whatever. So yeah, I ended up doing that kind of more intense run. That was like, I guess, one of the longer runs I did of the year so far. And overall, that's basically it for all the training up to the 2018 half marathon. Obviously, I wanted to get well under sub 130, but I don't know if my fitness was there. Like, I relapsed in the same entire climb. Didn't run too much, relatively speaking. Didn't train as hard, relatively speaking, to previous years. So I don't know what's going to happen, but yeah. So I'll end off this episode here, the third part of my journey running. Uh, we're ending off in the beginning of May 2018. Uh, there's so much more to talk about, but yeah, for now, I'm ending it off right before the 2018 Good Life Toronto Half Marathon. Thanks for listening, and stay zesty.